How are you, Gary? I'm very well, Andrew. You good self? Doing okay, but uh, so is Echuca because, in fact, come Monday, you'll be the first race club in Victoria that will have owners back allowed on track. We're still waiting for acceptances and final fields and owners to be allowed to uh, apply as we chat to you prior to the weekend. But uh, is this uh, good news for your club? You're the first off the rank. Oh, look, good news not only for Ichiga, but good news for owners in general. So, you know, to be able to come and watch your horses, what we all love to do as owners, um, you know, we, we come to the races full of hope and um, nothing better than watching your, your horse win at at the track live. So, yeah, we, we welcome owners back and I look forward to having a few through the gate on Monday. Now, there's plenty of information, of course, on the RV website and uh, there'll be those listening that have been to a racetrack under the owner-allowed uh, law previously, but we've been locked down here in this city area for many months, so we've forgotten what it's like. So just uh, remind us and our listeners what will take place between now and once you know the final fields and owners coming to your track on Monday, what will take place for them? Yeah, mate, so once acceptors are declared tomorrow, um, owners will receive an email um, from the industry to say that they've obviously their horse is accepted. And then there will be a link to um, our website, which will have um, a, a little document they fill out if they want to register. So basically, you know, through COVID restrictions, so we need their name, their um, contact email and their contact phone number and their postcode. So what, with those bits of information, um, tick all the boxes and uh, and you're right to come along um, on Monday. Again, I, I spoke to a few race clubs where owners were, um, correct me if I'm wrong, there were some times where owners were allowed on a track when their horse was involved and once the horse finished racing, they were to leave. Um, is this a case where people can under the guise of being owners, enjoy your race day and stay all day. How does it work in terms of what they can do once they're at a Chuka on Monday? Yeah, there's a two-hour two maximum time, so it's not quite as strict as before. But on the other side of the coin, it's a maximum of 30 people at any one time. So, you know, if we get to the stage where we start to, to get around that number, then obviously, you know, with someone coming in with an impending race where someone's already been there and seen their race, then it'll be an exchange. So that, that person has been there the longest can... Uh, make room for the new owner to come in to watch their horse. So, yeah, no more than 30, and, and the groups, we must keep them in no bigger than groups of 10. Right, so a maximum of 30 owners per race. I haven't seen the final rundown of your meeting, but we're talking here that essentially if the take-up is done, it could be over 200 owners, but going on what's happened previously, uh, you wouldn't expect that to be the case. No, Andrew, look, the, we, we were part of it when it was happened back in June, Um and then, yeah, we, we were sort of somewhere between that 40 and 20 with the numbers that come through to, to owners. And the second time was obviously once Melbourne had been restricted. And then we found that that was the, the least, lesser amount, obviously, around the 20 that came. And they hadn't travelled a hell of a long way. A lot of people, you know, in Chuga, we sort of had people that come from Shepparton and Bimigo. So we didn't have a lot of, you know, people that had travelled a long distance. And oh, I would expect uh, Monday will be similar. Of course, uh, without owners, we don't have horses, we don't have an industry, and it's a, a big acknowledgement of the importance of people owning racehorses, especially going forward if the economy is uh, in reverse for some time, the money becomes tight. So uh, a two-part answer, I guess we could say. Will owners appreciate being back because they want to firstly watch their racehorse race? But to a point, they'll appreciate just being back on a racetrack because so many of us cannot. I think so, and, and probably the other side of that would be also a chance to probably jump in the car and, and go for a bit of a drive, you know. So, 
Um, I think people will, will, will want to come and have a look at their horse. I think that's a natural thing. We all want to do that. And, um, yeah, just a chance to get back to the races and, um, yeah, and just, just get out of the get out of the house. I think it'll all, all, all help. We're chatting to Gary Armstrong, club manager of Echuca. First race club in Victoria come Monday as we speak to allow owners back on track with the recently announced uh, protocols under COVID uh, with uh, RV and CRV announcing that clubs will be able to have owners on track going forward, starting with Echuca. Um Obviously, we spoke to you a few months ago. There was so much happening with the border situation. That's still an issue. But the bubble, I be, believe, has been extended. You, of course, live on the New South Wales side of uh, things. You're coming back and forth. Um, this situation with owners is irrespective of the border and the bubble, isn't it? Because this is about what they can do once they're in a chuka. They could go to a cafe. They could buy some coffee. They could go to the supermarket. They could go to the racetrack. This is um, because people are freely allowed to attend uh, and travel in country Victoria. Of course, we're not talking about metro uh, people owning horses going to Echuca. That won't be allowed. But um, the fact that this is irrespective of what you're allowed to do anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, there might be people that might take that um, opportunity when they come, you know, an hour or so before their race. They might slip via the, the port of Echuca and, and have a quick look around and a coffee and, and then come out to the races and watch their horse. And, you know, it benefits racing. Obviously, there's nothing about that. But, you know, just for Echuca to have, um, you know, extra people come through the town is, is definitely an advantage as well. What about yourself? You are going back and forwards. Is, is the... Hard border still there, or has it been moved slightly? What what happens now? A lot of you have got allowance to go back and forwards in freedom, so to speak, to a certain bubble. Yeah, because they they loosened up the bubble a little bit um, in regards to the travel and, and local travel, as they call it. It's actually made the bridge situation probably a little worse, a little busier. Um, so you know, we still have those um, nightmares sometimes when it can be over an hour to get across. Um, and then other stages, you know, days like today, which were fairly dreary, um, there was probably only a five-minute wait to get across. So, you know, it still, it still has its challenges, but, you know, we've all, we're all in together, as we keep saying, and we've just got to, um, you know, just keep working at it, and, and hopefully not too far down the track we'll, uh, we won't have a bubble at all. And one thing that the owners in Victoria can now do, um, it was a weird situation, but we understand it's impossible to cover every rule under this pandemic. It's something we're uncharted waters but the the good old paddle steamers because they're based in victoria they're allowed back on the river now i believe in taking business is that right yeah so they they, they must pick up and drop off the passengers from the victorian side so they cannot um, any, have anybody go to the moma side and the funny part about that is that there's some houseboat operators that actually their ba- businesses are based on the moma side and they unfortunately cannot take passengers so it's it's loosened up a bit, but it hasn't loosened up for everybody. So, but anything that attracts, like I said before, the attracts people to the town is good for the town, um, and we just hope you know that it's not long until everybody can enjoy the river and the town. So, I don't want to get into politics. So, you can hop on a paddle steamer now on Victorian side, go in the water and come back and be dropped off. But the Moama houseboats can't pick up on this. What, what's that's the, right. what's yeah, to that's stop correct, them? Why, why don't they just push them over to the Victorian side? and then get someone to run the business? Or are they allowed to take New South Wales people, are they, on the houseboats? Or yeah, not... New South Wales people, right, or they would okay. have to do some sort of a, a deal with um, the right. moorings on the Vic side if they, if they could right. um, work that out. So, yeah, it was just made it a little bit, wow. once again, it's just an extra an extra couple of hoops that they need to jump through, right. unfortunately. Now, if you don't laugh, you cry. So what happens <laughs> if a, a Moama 
houseboat that launched from the New South Wales side of the Murray with New South Wales people on it suddenly comes right close up to contact with the Victorian paddle steam with Victorian people on it. What happens? Are there um, Black Hawk helicopters that come down, <laughs> sirens go off? Is it logistically a, a satellite shoots something down? That would be mayhem. Yeah, that's crazy, <laughs> isn't it, to think about it. And look, and when you're on the Murray and you're on either a Palestina and or houseboat, you know, they do get relatively close at times because it's obviously the river's big, but, you know, when you get two big vessels, they get pretty close. So... Um, to be honest, mate, I can't answer your question, and I don't no, think anybody no, wants know. to. You know the crazy thing, Gary? The fish underneath have no idea what's going on up top. <laughs> exactly, to exactly. There you go. Mm. All right, great to chat to you, and uh, all the best. Um, let's hope there are a few owners take advantage of uh, of this new uh, allowance, and when will be the next chance for you to have owners? And who knows, maybe some crowd, we don't know. Things can change quickly for now it's owners, but when do you race again after this Monday? Yeah, so we've got uh, Monday the 26th of October, and then uh, follow it up really quickly with Melbourne Cup, Melbourne Cup Tuesday. So we've got you a couple do. of meetings so you're, in the next four You're weeks. one of the meetings that kept your Melbourne Cup meeting because it's tab. As you would know, a yes. number of non-tabs were, were cancelled. Um, but you've uh, does that give any benefit to you or any of those in your region or the fact that you're still racing on Cup Day, has that enhanced to what you're doing? Or? Oh, look, it get back, you know, once again, we... We don't think we'll have people or allowed to have people on course except for owners, obviously. So you could have bigger fields. You might have bigger fields. There were fields that were slightly reduced in numbers, weren't they, over so many meetings requiring jockeys and so on? Or yeah, I think we'll have pretty big fields on that day um, because obviously being the only only other race meeting in Victoria. So yeah, I think it'll be fairly full on for racing that day for sure. Great to chat to you. Uh, Enjoy your day with the. Owners, you'll have a bit more work to do, but it's good news that you're doing that work, and thanks for taking the call, Gary. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Andrew. Cheers, mate.